I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. Red alert. All hands stand to battle stations. Luck has foils and attack positions. Prepare for battle! Autobots, roll out! Get ready, it's your weekly dose of nerd culture. All wings report in. With your crew, Obi-John Kenobi. Hello there. Commander Scott. Nothing amazing about it. I know this ship like the back of my hand. Julian. You tell him I'm coming! And hell's coming with me, you hear? And the Doc. Great Scott! Movies, TV, streaming, video games, comic books, board games, toys, collectibles, cosplay, conventions. If it's happening in the world of geekdom, we're talking about it. So lock and load, bag and board, and roll for initiative. We've got your... Nerd alert! Hello there, Obi John Kenobi, your favorite host in all podcasts. I'm coming to you live from the first ever Lexington Figure Fest in beautiful historic downtown Lexington. Uh, I don't know why I'm saying this like people are hearing me live and they can come down, but uh, I'm going to go with it. You should come down today only. March the 12th of 2022. Even though so you're going to be hearing this on what? If you're somehow hearing this show in time, you should come out. Uh, I'm here, of course, with my right-hand man, even though he's on my left right now. He's the man who keeps the nerd and talk nerdy to me, even though he's not going to have a nerd fact. But we'll see what he can pull out of his ass in the next five seconds. It's Commander Scott. Well, so I do know that... Um uh, and this is something you may already know, um, but the IP switching capacity of a Cisco 12005 router is 5 gigabytes per second. But what is the atomic weight of cobalt? 58.9. That's my boy. Also, we're not in downtown. No, that's a, that's a, that's an ongoing joke. I, I know. Okay. But I, I have to. Downtown's also not beautiful or historic. No, you're here. You started with that Joining us late. You didn't tell me you were starting. We literally just, just I'm still doing intros. Oh, well, I was literally coming by to see if you wanted something to drink somewhere I'm, I'm, the door. I'm good. Just got uh, water, soda. Diet Mountain Dew. I'll see what I can do. Get him a diet something. Right. Yes. We you gotta keep like that five video. minutes when I get back. Okay. Right. We're not going to restart. No, we're not. <laughs> Joining us soon, when he's back from his soda run, is other Chris. Uh, so yeah, we're here. It's uh, it's the first annual Lexington. No, I don't know about annual. It's the first ever Lexington Figure Fest. That, that, that is something. Like I've seen other places say first annual, but you don't know if it's annual until the second one. Yeah, happens. it's technically not annual until the second one. Yeah, yeah until yeah. a year later <laughs> or yeah. another year. It's like anyway. you can have good plans about doing a good second. Intentions, one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so we've both done a lap. Scott, what, what jumped out at you and caught your attention on your lap? Oh, uh, actually, the only thing that I saw that actually really just kind of jumped out at me was um, they've got a really nice Colossus figure over there. Because I like Colossus. He's my favorite X-Man. Is it that Build-A-Figure? It's a giant? No, 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 it's not a Build-A-Figure. It's, okay. it's loose in the thing, and he's got the, he's got the, the, the bandana. Oh, you said mask. Colossus, and my mind went to um, Sentinel. I don't know why. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah. Now, uh, the only problem is that don't, he's, he, he's grimacing on his facial expression. He's got the... That's not Colossus. It's like he's taking a big poop. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. If yep. Colossus is metalized, is his poop metal? 
I, I don't think he actually has a bowel movement when he's steeled up. Okay. Um, so that's the actual superpower? So if he's steeled up, he doesn't have to he doesn't have, his bowels? He doesn't, doesn't have a bowel movement. That's his real superpower. But, but, yeah. but if he's steeled up for long periods of time, then he gets backed up when he's not steeled up. You know? So he could do an entire Marvel marathon as long as he's steeled up. He doesn't have to go. Yeah, but then he gets constipated. Right, right, right. Okay. okay. Yeah. yeah. This exactly. is what happens when you make up a show on the spot. <laughs> Did you ever see the uh, or read the the X Men issue where uh, Wolverine had his shoulder dislocated? No. Yeah. I, does I, he pop it back in with the file cabinet? No. Like rigs? No. Oh, okay. No. 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 He does not. In fact, they can't get it back in because of the adamantium. They he had to go oh. around with it. He had to go around with it dislocated for a while until they could find Colossus because he was the only person that was strong enough to put it back in. That's unfortunate. Yeah. For him. Yeah. It was. It was a little painful. Uh oh. Ah. Go it might not have an effect. I don't know. Go inside to side. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm very much trying not to start collecting VHS tapes. Um, it keeps creeping up on me, and I keep being tempted. And people keep bringing me VHS tapes they found in, you know, family members' houses. Doesn't I don't know what me. you're talking about. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Thanks for that Batman and Batman Returns combo. Though. I appreciate that. Um, no, like I talked to Whitney about it because you know I first mentioned it, and her she immediately rolled her eyes and goes, "You're not collecting anything else. You're done." Uh, and, and I pointed out to her, like, "Well, no, like I'm not looking for like mass release, mass market VHS." Yeah, yeah. Uh, or stuff that I already own on Blu-ray. What, what I really am interested in, you know, I've watched, there's a bunch of cool documentaries about, like, the VHS collector's world. Mm-hmm. There's a whole generation of films that only exist on VHS. Yes. The, the companies have gone under, They no one bought the rights, they never made the jump to DVD or Blu-ray or any kind of digital. Because uh, in the 80s, you could you could start a company, a uh, you know, distribution company, a production company. Uh, you could make a movie fast and cheap, and as long as you had cool cover art, you could get it into the mom and pop video stores. You could make a profit. Yep. And that entire generation, again, you know, those companies were you know seated their pants, fly by night, uh, you know, overnight operations. And when VHS went bust, they kind of died out. That's the kind of stuff I'm looking for. It's like I've never heard of this, but it looks interesting. Let's go with it. Um, but that that's what I'm kind of interested in. Uh, yeah, for a long time, my my white whale in VHS. This is the era before DVDs. So okay. VHS was the standard, was the primary. Was Ice Pirates? Oh. I mean, I've got it on DVD and Blu-ray now because it got re-released eventually. But for a long time, it was out of print, and of course, eBay wasn't a thing yet. Yeah. So I went to festivals and flea markets and everywhere I was that had VHSs. I'm looking for Ice Pirates. Eventually, did find it on VHS one day. I was so happy. Which is a wonderful movie if you've never seen it. Everybody should watch that movie. <laughs> the only movie was Space Herpes. Space Herpes. It's like herpes, but in space. Uh, so, yeah. Now, I have seen there's uh, there's some uh, table here that has a lot of um, really good condition in-box real Ghostbusters toys. Uh, the problem is, like I was telling someone earlier, they know what they have, so they have appropriate prices on them. Um, and I can't afford appropriate prices. They've got like the Ecto-3 car in-box. They've got the voice changer trap inbox. They've got a Scream Hero Ray Minton card. Um, all in really good condition. 
If it was a Screaming Hero Egon, I might have bought it because I'm, I'm only collecting the Egon figures from each toy line. Uh, but, and I was also kind of, I was hoping there'd be, like, you know how at every convention there's the guy who just sells the protective sleeves for your autograph? Mm-hmm. I was really hoping there'd be that guy selling protective sleeves for your action figures here because I really need to get more protective sleeves for uh, my real Ghostbusters figures and my, my uh, Joe Bob figures. I need to get those in cases. I'm surprised there's not. Yeah, I really, I was really hoping there would be, but there's, there's to date not. Oh well. Hey, Scooter. What'd you get? I bought, bought some Ewoks. You're on the show now, Scooter. Oh, hey guys, what's up? This is Scooter coming at you live from Lexington Figure Fest. Uh, I just stopped over at the toy, the, the toy department booth from Cincinnati, grabbed some army builders and some Ewoks. They cut me a good deal. I got five vintage Ewoks, no accessories for twenty bucks. Uh, one of the cool booths they got going on down here. It's a fantastic convention. Uh, what's the talk nerdy to me guys doing? We're literally making up a show yeah. on the spot. Oh, fantastic. So, yeah. Well, I have a question now. Sure. So you mentioned this. Uh, you were over there at that booth looking at the Ewoks. You were waiting on a text back from your, your, your friend yeah. uh, that you were looking for them for. And this lady walked up to us and said, oh, are you hoarding or are you hoard armying or something? She did. She what, 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 yeah, what is this term? I don't I, know what she's talking I about. I was unfamiliar. I, I almost feel like she may be uh, a poser and or imposter. Uh, okay. Clearly, we were army building, uh, and she was on the right track, but completely the wrong term. So, it, it, so what it is, strikes me as like a momism. Yeah. Like mom kind of knows there's a term for it, but can't quite remember what it is. Yeah. Yeah. So what is army building with regards oh, to this? I don't, army, I don't know what this is. Army building is a term I'm familiar with from Star Wars collecting. Yeah. I'm sure it applies to most things, but like. Uh, some figures you'll want multiples of, like stormtroopers specifically. They're all yeah. identical. Yeah. You can have twelve stormtroopers, and it's even better than having one. But you're building an army, so it became the phrase to to buy certain figures in multiples became army building. Oh, okay. So like if you're GI Joe, you buy multiple uh, Cobras, Cobra, yeah. Uh, Cobra, yeah, yeah, yeah troopers, yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. So you know, like ten farm boy Luke's. It's ten farm boy loops, but ten stormtroopers is a squadron. Is this, yeah, yeah. So, well, actually, ten would be. Let's see, that's three oh, three-man fire teams. Yeah. That would be three three-man fire teams. So, yeah, it would be a squad. Cool. Yeah. yeah, I'm he glad keeps I got the that nerd right. And top nerd I'm glad I got that right. Um, I don't know that that qualifies with stormtroopers, though. They aren't a very good shot. You may no, need no. more. No, no. Yeah. <laughs> They need to go back. See, stormtroopers, the problem, the problem with stormtroopers, because uh, we're on this topic now, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, is that they're trying to use like individual marksman skills, and that's, that's the problem. Stormtroopers need to go back to old school Napoleonic tactics, where they just line up all in a row, multiple rows, and just you know, fire in volley at, at one target, and they might be able to hit Somebody will hit something. Well, so it's funny that you mentioned this, because yeah. I actually have a, a story concerning this whole thing. So okay. in, in, in the American military, in, in uh, well, Army Infantry, yeah. you know, we're set up in 10-man um, squads. Three three-man fire teams with a squad leader. Yeah. And uh, uh, I've had several friends in the Army. There's this one guy, he left the Army at one point, and he actually went and joined the French Foreign Legion. Okay. So he was Army Infantry, then he went to French Foreign Legion and came back to the U.S. Army. Okay. Okay? And when he was in the French Foreign Legion, he was in their infantry, right? And their squads are like 50 men. 
That's, that's their squads in that. And so ours, when our infantry advances on a fixed position, yeah. or in any kind of position, so it's, 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 it's a bounding overwatch. So half the squad is up, move, 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 down, while the other side's covering. Then this side gets up, move, 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 down. Yeah. So you're advancing through cover. Well, French Foreign Legion is, no, we all run at the place as fast as we can. Yeah. And they started doing this, and he asked them, he's like, why are we... Because he, he moved and he went to drop, and everyone's yeah. like, no, no, just keep running. And he's like, what do you mean? We're going to get shot. He goes, yes, that's why there's 50 of us. Yeah. <laughs> well, and then they got to go fast before somebody decides to retreat and give up, but, you know, because they're, they're French. French. Yeah. But, yes, but that's their, no, no, no <laughs> not, not in the French Foreign Legion. The Foreign Legion is non-French. It's a joke. Oh, yeah, yeah. Let it go. Scott. Did they have to get other people because the French wouldn't volunteer? Yes. I don't know the exact uh, history of the Foreign Legion, how it was. I believe it was conscripted in. in it's movies that taught me anything. The only people in the French Foreign Legion are outlaws, uh, try on, on the lamb, uh, or on the run, or Brendan Fraser. Oh, the only yeah. people in That's the all French you need. Yeah. Ain't about a mummy. One Brendan Fraser is, 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 is you know, at least Ain't. 50 men right there, yeah. Not a Brendan Fraser fat joke. We are Brendan Fraser fans. fans. No, I mean, he's he's <laughs> badass enough and carries enough weapons, he yeah. could be a one man, 50 yeah. man squad. Yeah. He just doesn't have the ablated wounds. No. <laughs> That's the only problem. Well, uh. Anyway, the scooter before you leave. Yeah. Uh, Lexington Toy and Comic Convention is right around the corner. Coming up very soon. What should our listeners be excited for this year? Oh, this year we're very excited. Number one, just to get back to a regular schedule for the show. Uh,. This will be an exciting year. Um, it is our last year with our current floor plan. Um, there was a couple logistics reasons that we didn't get to use the entirety of the convention center. The Lexington oh, Convention Center, that. full construction, is scheduled to be completed on March 14th, which oh. is just about a week and a half before yeah. our show. So we didn't want to rely on that. Uh, but next year, we'll be able to use the entirety of the brand new Lexington Convention Center, which will be very exciting. Yeah. Um, we are excited to have Kevin Eastman back. Uh, we had him a couple years ago, and he did a custom cover for Lexington Comic Con, but then COVID canceled the show. So we he will be here this year. I believe we do still have those comics that may be available at the show floor. Um, that's one I'm personally excited for because I'm a huge Turtles guy. Um, I, I mean, hey, that's enough for me. Yeah, uh, we got a lot of good celebrity guests. Uh, there may be one or two announcements still pending. Oh, that really? Come out. Uh, wow. Probably not any. Do you want to give our a sneak peek? I do not. Okay. I do not. Um, but we got a good lineup. If I turn off the recorder, will you give me a sneak peek? Uh, no, because okay. I don't know. Oh, okay. Uh, I don't know. I know personally. I have been pushing for Danhausen. If anybody knows Danhausen, the wrestler who doesn't wrestle a whole lot, but does fantastic promotion and is. In, entirely a huge nerd. He is one of us. Uh, so that would be cool. Um, the layout will be the same as what we had in September. The slavery will be down on the bottom floor. I really uh, like that new yeah. layout. I do. It, it is good for flow and it's easy to find stuff. Yes. Uh, so we're excited about that. Um, we will make a few small changes to the floor plan to improve some flow for getting in and getting out of the show. Um, other than that, there's not really a whole lot I want to say because I don't want to spill any beans on something that I okay. might accidentally know that I'm not supposed to yet. <laughs> you can spill the beans on whatever you want. We're friends. Oh. We're family. Well, that, you're going to have to ask Duke about the recipe. Who? The beans? Duke? The dogs? Come on, man. Family these, recipe? These jokes are going fast and furious. I got it. Okay, thanks. Obi they're John. not good, but they're going fast and furious. Yeah. Well, you know, it's like That's a movie. Okay. Yeah, they're not good <laughs> Just either. like the franchise. <laughs> 
<laughs> but uh, speaking of beans, I think I'm going to go grab some lunch now and go watch the Batmans again. So. Thank you for talking to us. Yeah, buddy. as always. Have fun with that. Have fun, fellas. We'll talk to you guys soon. Have fun army building. You'll be missed. I mean, not by us, but by someone. Somebody. <laughs> oh. Well, that was Scooter. A.K.A. Tyler Phillips. Short for Scooter Pie. Mm-hmm. What are we talking about? Um, we were doing uh, talking about army building, because Scott didn't know that term. For I mean, action figures? Yeah, for action figures, yeah. I didn't know how it pertained to them. I mean... Um, oh, uh, favorite thing you've seen so far? Besides me. Ooh. Um, you know, i got to put it on my six bomb boards, but I always love watching these guys work. They're also sitting next to like... I, I, can, I can get down here. I can do this. Uh, the six bomb boards guys are a huge plus. I always love watching those guys work and do their thing. There's Justin Stewart. Hey, how are you? Hey, it's uh, Justin. Um, but yeah, other than that, like... There's a lot of cool like Ninja Turtle shit I've never seen before, and I'm a huge Turtles fan. And uh, oh, by the way, they have like three more of those Mandos, um, the UK ones. Uh, but yeah, like a lot of that's been a ton of fun. And yeah, cool. Uh, any cool toys that are tempting you today? Not yet, which is a good thing. But you know, also, I- do you want a Ninja Turtles pop vinyl van with Mikey and Leonardo? Because I forgot I even had it until I was clearing off shelves the other day. No, I'm good. I, okay. I, I have like eight pops now because you gave me those two dead pools. So <laughs> I, I've downgraded and don't plan on like re upgrading. So yeah, I, uh, I I just ignore pops when I see them now because I, yeah. I, I, yeah. Too much clutter. That's all right. Well, yeah, the horror movies are the way to go for me now. So. And I ran out of space on my shelf, so I don't know what I'm going to do. You buy a bigger shelf. Or a second apartment. Yeah. Well, no, he he knows all too well that those bookshelves were given to me by my parents, and they were a gift that my mom bought my dad the first year they were married. He knows that all too well. Oh. Okay. It's cute. It's cute, but you can also get bigger bookshelves. That's true. You you looked at me when you said that, and I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. There's a a story. (laughs) It involves, it might involve my wife being intoxicated and tripping and breaking him. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It might. I'm not saying it does. I'm I saying it might. Of course. Yeah. I think someone watch your Ghostbuster set, Scott. Yep. yep, looks like it. It was nice of them to remove that temptation. He's uh, he's bringing it to me. Oh, oh that's delivery service. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Uh, How much was that? Like, $125. Oh, I was going to be surprisingly affordable, yeah. yeah. Not bad for six figures. Yeah, it was uh, it was a good deal. It's the spectral ones from uh, San Diego Comic Con 2019. No, it was a good really price. Occasionally, you can find one. <laughs> a good dealio. I don't know. What about you? What have you liked that you've seen uh, from us? <laughs> well, I talked about there's some uh, really nice um, mint in box, real Ghostbuster toys that I spot over here. But uh, well, you look like well, 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 they know what they have and they know what to charge for them, uh, which is more than I can afford right now. Um, there's a lot of people selling some VHS stuff. There's uh, someone who has the Scream mask from the MTV show. I was kind of tempted to get that for Grit, but then I remembered I don't really like Grit that much. So. That's fair. No one does. 
So, one thing that you can notice at this convention, one thing that I think a good uh, uh, toy convention illustrates very well is how poorly the Star Trek toy franchise has been mismanaged over the years. Because there is he's, no he's Trek. Wrong. He's There's wrong. no Trek here. I mean, like, e- even the stuff, you know, you don't even see the old stuff. You know, old stuff. Or I would have thought here. at it's least like the '90s Playmates stuff, just by the sheer Volume. number of yeah. stuff they put out. You'd see it because you go to any convention and you see like a billion '90s Star uh, Wars figures because yeah. they put so many of them out. Uh, that's the sheer number that Playmates put on the shelf back in the '90s. You'd see those everywhere. No, uh, but no, yeah, nothing. No, there's the the only trick that I saw that I've seen is there's a there was a. a Pop-esque thing over here, which I don't, I don't get into those. And there's a, there's a Charles Tucker over, uh, on, off to the right over here. Did they do a pop line for Star Trek? I they don't did know. for the movies. Yeah, the Chris. I don't, think, I don't think the original series has gotten pops. Um, but he wants thirty bucks for it, and I don't, I don't want to pay thirty bucks for, uh, for the figures because I get more into the ships and things than I do action figures. But, but yeah, like Trek gets no love, like anywhere. And yeah, you're not wrong. It's uh, I've been looking for a, a '90s Playmates uh, Next Gen tricorder for forever, just because I never got one when I was a kid, and for whatever reason, I really wanted one as a kid. Um, I've got one. I can, I'll, I'll let you play with mine sometime. Thank you. Appreciate that. Uh, my my holy grail was was the um, Enterprise Phase Pistol, but then some really nice guy bought a lot on eBay and gave me one to me. Yeah, things like that happen occasionally. So now I have a next gen phaser, an enterprise phase pistol, and a uh, 2009 uh, uh, Kelvinverse phaser. Oh yeah, yeah. So now I have to get an original series phaser. Well, I got I got to even out the collection. So, so a couple things. One, so I've got a, I've got a Diamond Select original series phaser. That's what I'm looking for. Which which is. Screen it was completely screen accurate, and the reason it's completely screen accurate is in the Mirror Universe episode of Enterprise. The Diamond Select toy phaser is what they used on screen for the original series phasers in that episode. They just pulled them off the shelf. So they are 100% screen accurate to Enterprise, not to the original series. Um, but uh, I've got that one. I've got the Star Trek II uh, Type Two phaser. Uh, I've got a Star Trek The Cage it's a Type 2 phaser. Um, I have the Playmates so Strike Order. you had a Star Trek The Cage, uh, or not The Cage, uh, what was the first, the, the Lost Pilot? The, that's The Cage. Oh, the, the, the laser pistol? Or is this the Menagerie? Which one is it? I don't know. Anyway. Anyway, yeah, sorry. Anyway, uh, yeah, so that's the one that I have, the laser pistol. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's that's the one that I have, yeah. I mean, that's what I'm talking about when I say Playmates went nuts on Star Trek in the 90s. It's like, it's a lost pilot episode that they cut up and made into, like, a clip show, basically. And they made a toy from that. Yeah, so it was actually the same guy that we got the the phase pistol from. Uh, He he had both of those, so I picked up both of them. Uh, but he told me that the, the laser pistol from the, the pilot uh, wasn't didn't work, and so I, I took it home and pulled it apart and fixed it, put it back together, and it works now. Because Scott Cox is awesome. Well, I mean, it's it, it, he it, can it, add laser pistol repair. <laughs> it, it just had a it had a wire that broke it off. I just resoldered it back. Nice. Um, but did they ever do a toy of the assault phaser from oh, the? the 
Oh, which movie was that? It's about the phaser rifle? Oh, no, 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 no. You mean it's the Star, Trek, Star Trek Six? Yes. The assault phaser from Star Trek Six. Yes. I do believe they did a toy. Well, it's a small run. Shit. And it goes for stupid money on eBay. Damn it. When it shows up. Okay, so I'm not getting one. Got There's it. some resin kits out there that aren't bad. The cool part with that is it was it was if I'm remembering my Trek um, trivia correctly, that was the one that uh, um, Shatner directed, and he never liked the way the uh, the phasers looked in the show, so he wanted to redesign, and he wanted them to look quote like a 45. So like literally when they when they first get him out, they're they're searching the ship because um, the the Klingons have been murdered and they they think the killers are on board the ship, so they're searching like room by room for something. But you see like a gearing up kind of scene, yeah. And someone literally slaps a battery yes. into the gun like it's a, yes. a, a so, magazine. Yes. I'm lost over. Oh. Yeah, this is how nerdy we got. Yeah. So uh, so uh, uh, Shatter didn't direct six. Okay. Um, uh, but I'm gonna go take like three naps, read okay. a couple books, and come back once you guys are done talking about screen accuracy and Star Trek. So. so when they're slapping the battery yes. packs, you know, in into the bottom of it, yeah, and and the the toy does have. Uh, I don't know if it comes out on the toy, but you can tell that's what it is. Okay. Uh, of course, the resin ones don't move. Obviously, they're just molded in to the handle. But yeah, I I liked those. Um, they they they're, they're beefy. They, they they look great. It's one of my favorite designs for the phaser. Um, uh, but yeah, I, I've got uh, you know I've got those. But yeah, when it comes to the '90s toy line for Trek, the the Type Two phaser and the tricorder were spot on. Yeah. The Type One phaser was crap because it's the size of a Type Two phaser. It's giant. It's yeah. huge. Yeah. But I mean, it's '90s technology. Um, and uh, um, uh, they uh, the communicator. It was like the size of a baseball yeah. uh, and everything. And uh, now what was really funny was, uh, so I had I had all those originally <laughs> when I was growing up. Uh, the Type 1 phaser I didn't really do anything with. The, 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 the communicator I didn't wear up there because I thought it looked stupid even yeah. you know, at that time. So I actually, around, it's heavy. I actually wore it as a belt buckle for my, my, my makeshift. Uh, yeah. Did you design your own Trek uniform? I did. I may Are you that level of Trekkie? I am, and I may have worn it to high school, like to school in high school. And Scott wins. <laughs> if you're ever wondering who the biggest nerd of the show was, uh, Scott just won. Uh, but it was okay. I was completely accepted in high school. People knew who I was. You went to the wrong high school, now, buddy. <laughs> now, what was, what was really funny was, of course, by the time I get up junior and senior year, when I'm wearing my uniform, like the new incoming uh, freshmen, you know, were trying to make fun of me, right? Uh-huh. And, like, everybody said, no, no, you don't talk about Scott. <laughs> like, no. Were you, were you your high school's Rudy? Not quite. Okay. I don't think I was quite that, but I, I did have rapport with most of the cliques and everything. Nice. You know, so. The only thing I had going for me, and this was a very double-edged sword, um, my freshman year was my older brother's senior year, hmm. so most of the senior class knew me already. Problem is, they knew me as Little Cock. Wow. Because my oh, last name is Peacock, and I'm the younger brother. Wow. Yes. Um, so I get double one sword. Yeah, yeah, again, yeah. yes. Uh, wow. I got into the senior prom my freshman year, so you know, score. Okay. Yeah. That works. <laughs> but, <yeah. laughs> oh well. 
Um, all right, Scott, what's your favorite phaser? My favorite what? Phaser. Uh, my favorite phaser or, or, or Star Trek. Yeah, yeah, phaser. I don't know. I don't. I don't like the new ones. I know I don't like the new Discovery the ones. Kelvin ones. Oh, Discovery ones. Yeah, yeah, I don't like the new Discovery ones. I don't. I don't like the trend that discover that, that Kelvin started, where the, the the phasers now don't produce a sustained beam. They do the the, the blaster laser bolt. Yeah, yeah, the plasma Cause, bolt. Yeah, because that's that's carried over now into Discovery and and rest like that. And one thing that I always thought set Star Trek phasers apart from every other blaster was the sustained beam. Yep. You know and. Well, it's one of the things I loved about Enterprise is in the pilot episode you see them transition from the um, I forget what they call the, the when they start the show they're using a different uh, it's not a phaser or phase pistol it's it's a, like a laser blaster basically um, it's a cool look design but it's much more stereotypical yeah. like Star Wars, Star Wars yeah. pew pew um, and, and within the episode I think it's towards the end of the, the second part they get the new phase they, yeah um, uh, Reed issues them hey we have these prototype phase pistols and he issues them to people and they even like later in the in the series you see like um, uh, what's her name Tashi has to like retrain um, she hasn't qualified on the phase pistol yet and they talk about the difference in like you, know, you don't have to compensate for uh, plasma drift it's, it's just point shoot, point it's shoot. Yeah. yeah it's just a straight beam yeah. that's what that's the stuff I love about Enterprise but yeah that was the cool like they drew a very clear distinction for what makes them different and I'm with you like that's that's, that's anything that makes your franchise unique I think you should embrace yeah and not you know fil- not, not filter it out yeah don't not- chase the trend and, and try to be like everybody else that, that, that made you different yeah. to be that way I agree uh, but that's okay I still watch my track and still and it's, there's still time to fix it you know um, I don't I don't know what my favorite phaser would be I, I it may be the, the type 2 from next gen uh, from season 3 because the season 1 type 2's I didn't like they're just like a giant TV remote they're, yeah exactly they're big and round and everything they actually remind me of like an epilady or something and they, they eventually yeah. get like all the way around to the opposite by the time they got to um, Nemesis they were like the dolphin head design where the whole thing was like curved it looked like a Count Dooku lightsaber yeah it looked like, yeah, like it, it, it came full around yeah. the opposite uh, uh, end of the spectrum from the TV remote but in the middle there you have some good phasers but thankfully though it didn't look quite as much like a piece of plumbing as Dooku's lightsaber did that's fair <laughs> Uh, I like the uh, the Bajoran phasers. Had a really cool design to them. The Bajoran phasers. They had that uh, that grip that you put your whole fist kind of through yeah, and everything. Yeah. yeah, they they had a good design. Uh, I'm trying to remember the Cardassian phasers. Uh, of course, the uh, the Klingon disruptor. The Klingon disruptor pistol. I like because it always looks sort of like a flintlock pistol in space. Yes. Yeah. Which which you know fits with you know the whole like kind of space pirates thing. And, and that's one the the playmates uh, uh, disruptor. Pistol. That's one of the things I was looking for out there that I keep because because I need a copy. I need one of those. I need the uh, I need the phase pistol. Uh, but once again, there's no Trek at this convention at all. Like hardly any. Dude, if you, I lost so many eBay bids trying to get that. Uh, Enterprise phase pistol because it's it's sold in a set with the communicator. Yeah, yeah. And I kept getting sniped, man. Well, I was even willing to go as high as 125 on a set. Wow. I still got sniped. Yeah. Wow. 
One of the things I always liked with the, uh, uh, the the phase pistol toy that they did was you could crack that open, pull the battery pack out, and the weapon doesn't fire anymore. Mine's a little glitchy. Uh, when, you, when you close it back down, if it doesn't seat properly, it doesn't fire again. Yeah, it's not making contact. But it does work. And when you pull it, when you seat the, the uh, whatever it is, the battery pack or whatever it is, when you seat it down in it, it lights up yeah. to let you know it's, it's in the right position. It's yeah, a no, cool toy. They did a good job with that. Yep. You know, I was really looking forward to McFarlane Toys getting the uh, getting the Discovery line and giving us that Discovery phaser. That's another phaser that I love. I would have bought that just because it's a new phaser. Well, I mean, yeah. so the Discovery Type 2 phaser from Season 1 of Discovery, you mentioned the laser pistol from, you know, the original pilot, which this takes place in that time frame where that season did. Uh, and... The original laser pistol had, you know, the the multiple barrels that you could rotate to. It was based off an old TV camera. Yeah, and they they incorporated that into uh, uh, the the Discovery Type 2 phaser, and it looks beautiful. It's a cool combination of, like, retro redesign, where it it has clear callbacks to the original stuff, but it's made with a little more modern aesthetics. I like that kind of combination of the two. I like the Kelvinverse, uh, specifically the thing sort of a soft redesign. <laughs> in, um, into darkness that I believe carries into uh, uh, beyond. Uh, it, it's not drastic, but it's, it's, it's a slight redesign. They kind of widened the pistol out a bit. Yeah. Um, I really like that design. I love the, the whole concept of flipping the barrel around to signify if you're on stun or kill. Well, you know, and the 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 one thing that I didn't like about that was you lose you lose multiple settings. You just have two stun and kill, but at the same time. It makes for a great on-screen visual reference that you're switching. Yeah. You know? My only complaint with the toy is it only, it only swings one it way. It only flips one way. I saw a YouTube video where somebody took one of those and they modified it to flip both ways. Um, now, the way they had to do it was they had to completely gut it and put all of their own motors and electronics in it. But... Take it was still beautiful. Y'all need something. It was if really I ever good. see one of those, uh, was it Quantum Mechanics, the company that made the like uh, high quality resin uh, oh, yeah. replica? Yeah. That, if I ever find one of those, I want to get one. Yeah. I need to look into the. I need to look into those resin uh, kits for the the assault phaser. Also, Chris is back. Hold still on. Sorry. Talking sorry. Trek. We are also, still talking also Trek. Still talking Trek. Still talking Trek. Still talking Trek. Hey, I can talk Trek until you force me to stop In talking fact, Trek. In fact, I think we're just going to change the name of the show to Still Talking Trek <laughs> with Commander Scott. I'm going to write that down. Oh. Uh, yeah, we run the full gamut. Bajoran phasers, Klingon disruptors. You missed it, man. I can go back over it if oh, you no, wish. I, I, mean, I can yeah. assure you I didn't miss anything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, I can't help myself. That's who I am. No, you're good. You're good. That's our episode title. Okay. <laughs> so, anyway. Also, Chris, what's your favorite phaser design? <laughs> the one from the next generation, because that's the best uh, Star Trek has ever been. What, what, which one? Because no, they changed. Season two. Season two phaser. Okay, the season two phaser is the same as the season one phaser. Uh, yeah, season one and two they change in three, and uh, really they look like an epa lady. Man, I mean the season three phaser is so much better. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I tried to make like one, one comment just to shut you up. <laughs> That's not possible on the top of the track. Sorry. <laughs> oh well. Uh, also, also, Chris, I'm sure also is now. No, 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 no. 
I said, also Chris is back. And I said, well, sorry, also, comma, also Chris is back. I get you, I get you, I get you. Jokes are better when you have to explain them grammatically. Obvious. Yep. Everything, everything is better when you have to explain it. So. Oh, yeah. What do y'all want to talk about now? Ham sandwiches? What's your, what's your favorite kind of ham? I prefer country ham. Too salty. Um, Virginia baked. Ooh, Virginia baked. Is good. Love me some good Virginia baked, but I don't eat a lot of. Uh, it's also kind of like honey baked. Spiral cut honey baked ham. There's also a really good. Uh, it's only in like Morgan Hill. They do like a barbecue ham mm-hmm. that is real nice. Real. Nice. Now I really like that uh, that that wildflower honey turkey that Kroger sells. That's some good shit. Uh, actually, there was a I think it was Boys that did a really good like uh, they called it like New Orleans like pepper crack or something like that. It was really good. They have a fantastic cracked pepper turkey. That's the one I'm thinking of. So craft services in the second season of Star Trek. <laughs> <laughs> We're here to break down the best and worst of craft services from Star Trek Season 2. It's still talking Trek with Commander Scott. <laughs> Tune in next week when, is so hard. when we break down transportation and logistics from Deep Space Nine Season 2. Meanwhile, the Friends of Benefit podcast will talk about something we decide upon three hours before we go on air. We are literally making this up as we go. We are Indiana Jonesing the F out of this. Oh well. There's a troll ninja turtle doll right over there. Troll yeah, ninja turtle. Oh, I see. Oh, well, it is. It's, it's really Remember weird. trolls in the '90s? Those weird ass yeah, dolls. Luck trolls. Yeah. 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 It was looking more like the heads on fire than a troll doll. Remember when <laughs> trolls tried to cash in on the ninja turtle craze before oh, yeah. they before they partnered and did the troll ninja turtle crossover? They had the troll warriors. Yep. And that little, was weird. I had the little thing on the back that was like sparked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be a fun episode when I had time to research just random toy lines that didn't take off in the 90s. I think we did that. Biker Mice from Mars. The Audacity. Big Bad Beetleborgs. Oh my god. Actually, that one kind of worked. I forgot that was a thing. That got like three seasons. So. VR Troopers. Now I'm just naming Sentai that didn't take off. Not everything but Power Rangers? Pretty much. Well, all right. Uh, so that has been your look. He is shopping Something for you assault phasers on the interwebs. Hey, once again, I wasn't going to bring it up because I was just happy, you know, letting. But since since you asked, I was looking. So the resident ones are actually going pretty decent. Oh wow, twenty bucks? Yeah. The, is that the season two from Next Generation? No, 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 no. Here, season two from Next Generation. We'll pull up a picture of yeah. uh, <laughs> This has been you stepped into it with also Chris. <laughs> All right, so that has been our show for today. Uh, thank you for listening to our random ramblings. Uh, what's your favorite Star Trek phaser? Uh, what's your favorite vintage toy line that you're looking for? What's your favorite way to shut Commander Scott the hell up? And most importantly, what's your favorite kind of hand? Let us know, and maybe we'll talk about it on the next episode. Uh, this has been Still Talking Trek with Commander Scott, also known as this random episode of the Top Nerdy Tubi Network. Uh, I'm Obi John Kenobi. He's also Chris. This other guy who's still shopping for phasers online is Commander Scott. No, he's talking about Star Trek too. Yeah, so this is the era of 2364 type 2 phasers. Just cut the show. Just cut the show.